0: I'm the arbiter of all things that are cool. I have excellent taste. I am infallible. This is we have concerns. <laughs> Hi, Jeff Kanata. Hi, Anthony Carboni. Hello, concerned citizens. Jeff. Yeah, we're sending people to space.
1: Yeah, all not the time. as frequently as I'd like, but you know,
0: more frequently than you'd think, less That's frequently true. than we'd like. That's also true. That's how I would describe it. And certainly more of the people that we're sending to space than ever are unqualified and have no reason to be there.
1: Well, if by unqualified you mean have any qualifications other than being wealthy, like obscenely wealthy, Mm -hmm. then then you would be correct. But if if you mean if by qualified you mean absurdly rich – then you, you know, then I think qualified, they have to, you have to say qualified.
0: Jeff, why would they be absurdly rich if they weren't brilliant and qualified for everything?
1: We should take their opinions on all things.
0: All things. Listen, if they got money, they must be smarties. And we know this. We know this. We know this is known. Um, (laughs) But here's what's not known. If we send people to space- And they come back. If we send them multiple times, or if they're out there for a while, Jeff, and they come back, they gonna get space mutations?
1: Oh, Like they came
0: back with something? Something in their cells? Like the astronaut's wife sort of thing?
1: Yeah, like they weren't alone? Like there was something that that hitched a ride back inside them?
0: Yeah, like a... a, a, (sighs) not an arrival thing but the other one
1: uh species
0: species oh species is a good one species yeah. is a good one i was thinking of the other one that with its uh uh the other one that's got um oscar isaac and they go into they go into the they go Dune? into the is it yeah it was dune it was dune <laughs> it was definitely dune uh, moon Knight? <laughs> yeah it was moon Knight. i was definitely thinking of moon Knight. no it's the other one that's based on a ted chang and oh. uh and i always yeah. forget the name of the movie and this is where we spend eight minutes of the podcast <laughs> trying to think of the name of this movie and everyone who's listening right now is Mm -hmm. screaming it. Just screaming it out. Annihilation? Annihilation. Yeah. That's the one. You go into an alien area, a space, a place where aliens live, uh, a a place that is different than Earth, and you come back. Is it you? Is it space shapeshifter? Are you the same as you were when you went to space? What happened to you?
1: Yeah, no, this is this is for, makes for some good sci-fi. Makes for some great are you sci-fi. Suggesting, are, you, are you suggesting that's what's
0: happening with the people we're sending to space IRL? I would never suggest that. I would never suggest that. I, I simply do not have Neil the qualifications. Are
1: you, are you trying to suggest that Neil Armstrong is Neil Arms
0: wrong? Whoa, Neil Armstrong, more like Neil Tentacle Strong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, here's the thing. What happens to people when they're in space? We know that there are some short-term things that happen, right? We, yeah. know, that, uh, we know that they lose some, some muscle and some bone density, right? Their eyeballs get flat. We know that their eyeballs get flat from the different uh, pressure and gravity. We know that yeah. there are some surface level changes that happen that, you know, potentially uh, can be fixed over time. Right, Astro. They have
1: dreams that come true?
0: Sure, they have premonitions. Sure, we know that. We know that if you go into space and you come back, every single one of your dreams is then a premonition. Yeah. And we haven't looked at why? And the astronauts keep telling us not to look at why and not to worry yeah. about it.
1: Not to worry. And that
0: they, are, also- still, they are still dedicated, uh, normal astronauts, and they still want what, uh, what a human wants. Yeah,
1: right. Exactly. They say, don't worry, but also don't get on the plane on Tuesday.
0: Right. And also I'm just a, I'm just here to give one human a warning from another human not to get on the plane. And that's a normal human thing that humans say to one another. Uh, No, I, we want to know that if We want to know, especially as we're trying to figure out whether we're going to colonize, whether we're going to terraform, whether Mm. we want to send people out into space long term, right? Whether we're going to mine for minerals out there on asteroids. There are all these things that feel closer than ever before. And what we want to know is if we send you out there for a year. Yeah. Five years, 10 years, half your life. What's going to happen to you?
1: Will we recognize you when you get back?
0: Yeah. Or will you be a bunch of tentacles just like Neil Armstrong was exactly that yeah, you, the like the cool Buzz Aldrin that we all know from all his cool media appearances and the punching people in the face. Is that, <laughs> yeah. is that really Buzz Aldrin or is that yeah. the second Buzz Aldrin
1: is if, if you took Buzz Aldrin's shirt off, would he just collapse in a
0: pile of tentacles? It's possible. You, you never know. We don't know. listen, Here are things we do know. We sent Andrew W.K. and Avril Lavigne into space, and now we know that they've been replaced. With a second, there's a second Avril Lavigne and a second Andrew W.K., and we know that. Do they still like to party? listen, of course he likes to party. Of course. Well, then is he, what's the difference? What's the difference between Andrew (laughs) W.K.'s then? If they both like to party hard, and they enjoy a white t-shirt. Right. You know, I feel like if we send (laughs) Avril Levine into space and she comes back and she still enjoys cultural appropriation.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, What's mm -hmm. the difference? It's the same Avril, you know,
0: same, same. Um, Did we send her? Hey,
1: Anthony, quick question. mm. Did we send her to space at Cape
0: Canaveral? Why don't you go to hell? (laughs) That's a question that I have for you is why don't you go straight to hell? Just curious. curious. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Do you have an answer for me? No. All right. Well, I don't have an answer for you either. Go to hell. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But no, if we send you into space for a long time, what's happening out there? Different radiation levels, different, uh, all kinds of different uh, things going on. What happens to you? And especially we want to send listen i'm saying it's for for the uh safety of people that are going to colonize and work in space but isn't it also for the wealthy that want to do space tourism yeah
1: because what what will we be if we send our wealthy into space and they come back somehow diminished let's say i don't know not as wealthy
0: <laughs> well then that's not we... that's not going to happen one thing okay. that they've worked out very well with nasa is exactly how much it costs to send Jeff Bezos into space yeah. s- just so that they know that while he's in space, he will continue making money at a rate that when he comes back, he will at least have the same amount of money.
1: That's very important. It's right? super because important. If his, if his wealth was any less obscene, then he, is he even Jeff Bezos anymore?
0: Nobody goes to space on a loss. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. You don't go to space on a loss. That's ridiculous. Right. That's that's just bad. That's just bad money management. Uh, but and we certainly listen. We want them to come back safe and safe and healthy because we need them. We need our billionaires.
1: Yeah. Who else will show us the way?
0: Who else will show us the way? Um, but also, like secretly, we also want to make sure they're not coming back stronger. <laughs> yeah. Correct. You know yeah. what I mean? Like because if, if you have.
1: If you have Bezos plus tentacles, that feels uh, very
0: dangerous. Ben- Bezosicles? Benticles? Whatever <laughs> it is, we don't want it. No. So what are we going to do? Well, don't worry, Jeff. It turns out that we, we've been thinking about that. Yeah. We've been thinking about it the whole time. and That's good. NASA has stored astronaut blood. For twenty years to see how space shuttle flights affected it.
1: Oh, to compare. They,
0: we've been they've got We've been keeping got, the blood.
1: They got old blood to see if it if, if it's just if it's if it's playing the long game. We've been keeping the blood, bud. Because you can't just look you can't just have Buzz get off the space shuttle. And stroll through the door and be like, I'm fine, guys. Look at me, not a single tentacle. And then you're like, okay, cool, dude, cool, 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 cool. And then you don't wait 40 years. Right. Cause what if the what if the the alien mutation is on a slow timeline?
0: Right. Like he comes back and he goes, Don't worry, guys, I don't have a tentacle. But he's like, he's like scratching at a little bump on his shoulder. Yeah. You right. know what I mean? Yes. And then, and then, you know, when he comes back, you know, a month later, six months later, that bumps like a little larger, a little larger. And then 20 years later, all-powerful tentacles.
1: All-powerful tentacles. And we could have known if we'd only kept some blood. Listen,
0: and also, how are we going to do our space rituals if, they, if NASA doesn't keep the blood? <laughs> That's right. I
1: mean, if we're not cloning Neil Armstrong, what are we even doing?
0: What are we doing with our lives? What are we doing with <laughs> his life? What are we doing with his— potentially multiple lives there's multiple lives that we are using to our benefit our benefit yeah um well I'll tell you this we've kept the blood of 14 astronauts for over 20 years we've watched uh we've we've watched them go into space and come back we've compared different samples of their blood and you know dude
1: anthony if you're about to tell me we've seen no differences over that time period, I'm going to be mad. I'm going to be mad that you took me on this long walk around the block only to tell me everything's
0: fine. Their blood didn't change. <sighs> Don't worry, Jeff. I'm not going to tell you that. Yeah, baby. Yes. Don't worry. Mutations. Mutations. <laughs> Don't worry, Jeff. We all feel happier now that I can say these people's lives are in danger. <laughs> Does that make you feel better that these people are not safe, Jeff? Oh
1: well yeah. I mean as far as the <laughs> entertainment value for right now, you know? I'm in. Well, Tell me what's happened to their blood. Is it turned black and, Eat and shit, listen. oily?
0: Eat shit astronauts. You think you're so much better than us. We've Risking talked about your enough-
1: lives being intrepid explorers into the vastness of the cosmos. We've talked How about this a
0: hundred times. You think you're better than us just because you're, you're physically perfect specimens that can also do math. Go to hell. Yeah.
1: Just because you are braver, more learned, and more accomplished than I'll ever be? You think you're better? You think you're better? Does that make you better than me? I mean, yes, but
0: also your blood's doing weird stuff, so yeah. mine won't. Yeah, my blood's good. And by good, I mean subject to all of the horrible... Hereditary and genetic things that are that the earth has done to me through (laughs) generations of breeding, but I ain't got the space mutations like you, you dummy, you fucking idiot, you absolute
1: moron. You went up there thinking you weren't going to mutate at all (laughs) jokes
0: on you, astronaut jokes on you. You're like, I'm not coming back with any sort of dark force in my bloodstream. (laughs) Idiot. You're full of dark force.
1: Yeah, and we got proof now. Now we got to put you you in a science
0: cage. Uh, Well, here's what's going on. We know that they need to be carefully monitored now because all 14 astronauts in the study showed DNA mutations (gasps) in blood-forming stem cells. Oh,
1: my God. What are they turning into?
0: pompous assholes. Oh, I'm sorry. That's how they went up. Oh, I'm sorry. Their DNA is changing. Their DNA is changing. Now the mutations are unusually high considering the astronauts ages. Now we all, our DNA goes through mutations through life. Our, our, our bodies break down. We are, but uh horrible meat machines that are destined to become dust.
1: Yeah. However, you know, if Jeff Bezos doesn't save us first,
0: he's not saving us.
1: If Jeff Bezos Bezos. doesn't
0: save Jeff Bezos first.
1: (laughs) Wait a minute. Does that mean Bezos's
0: blood's going to mutate? God, from your mouth mouth to God's ears, Jeff. (laughs) One can only hope. Uh, But, you know, the the most common type of mutation that we see in cells is. Cancer. Yeah, that's bad. So what we're seeing is they have a higher than usual mutation for their age, but below a key threshold of concern for their age. So what this basically Mm. means is if you go into space and you come back, you potentially have a higher risk within your life to get cancer. This story got a lot less fun, Anthony. I'm going to be honest with you. Sorry, bud. Space isn't so fun. Space wants you is, dead. Is this just
1: um, radiation that they're... I mean, obviously, if you're outside of our ozone and outside of our atmosphere, mm-hmm. you're going to be pummeled with a lot more radiation, which is why <laughs> spacesuits are designed the way they are, which is why space uh, you know, space capsules are designed the way they are. A yeah. uh, lot, lot of radiation pummeling... Everything out there. Is Uh, it it literally just a function of that?
0: Yeah. And, you know, radiation is, of course, uh, one of the things that lets moon landing deniers say that the moon landing never happened. They say that if we if we can't get through the Kuiper bands of radiation without instantly killing someone, which is uh, entirely untrue. Um, And talking about the amount of radiation that astronauts are uh, exposed to, NASA recently changed its lifetime radiation requirements. For astronauts, they they looked at how it was going, and they were like, "Oh snap, dog! We actually uh, we should keep a we should keep a better look at this, uh, particularly because um, they're sort of they were under as they were overestimating the amount of radiation that their astronauts could be exposed to, but also,, um, they were kind of like limiting they were limiting women in particular as astronauts and how many times they could go into space, citing the fact that women physically cannot take as much radiation as male astronauts. And what they found actually was that it was kind of a sexist guideline because the amount of radiation per voyage is small it's the amount of radiations over time over the uh, amount of voyages and things like that so they actually <clears throat> made the uh, the cap on the amount of lifetime radiation the same for all astronauts um, before okay. it was kind of keeping keeping women uh, and also uh, uh, younger astronauts um, so susceptibility to cancers that radiation cause vary with age and reproduction organs. So like the limit does not allow total equal time in space. So like they can spend a total amount of like the same amount of time in total now, but the amount of time per trip has to change if that makes sense. So NASA says, uh, women can't spend as much time in orbit as men can because, uh, or when they say women, they mean anybody with ovaries anybody with reproductive organs cannot spend mm-hmm. as much time in space as those without reproductive organs, because those are more susceptible to cancer. Um, younger Alien astronauts babies. are also not allowed to stay up as long as older astronauts.
1: Young astronauts can't stay up past their bedtime is my they, understanding.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Young astronauts have to be back inside the capsule by the time the street lights come on. <laughs>
1: Yes, especially if they want to have a story before they get tucked yeah. in. Yeah,
0: doesn't matter where they are, what they're doing. The streetlights come on. Those astronauts Young have to astronauts. get right back in the capsule. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I don't. They don't want NASA. Doesn't want any excuses.
1: My understanding is also they have to finish everything on their plate.
0: Mm-hmm. They absolutely do. They have to eat all of the weird paste. <laughs> all the paste and
1: finish the tang.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, Young astronauts.
1: Young astronauts know better. Come on. Come on. Young astronauts were raised better than this.
0: Uh, No, the reason young astronauts can't stay up as long as older counterparts is like literally old people ain't got as many years left for cancer to develop. Oh, that's sad. That's a sad note. So like and so like young people are like, hey. Why don't you come on back down because, uh, you got a lot of time left where cancer could get in there and develop. Whereas like old people are like, old people are like, shoot me into motherfucking space. And they're like, you got it, bud. You know what that is? What?
1: Old people have a head start to death. Yes. We're going to get to death faster than you can get me cancer. Yes. We got a head start, baby. Hey,
0: and look, that's real and that's valuable information. And if, and if the old astronauts want to go up into space. And that's how they want to spend their golden years. We send them to space. I say send all the old people to space if they want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just like throw
1: them up there, give them a just a, a closed feed of Fox News,
0: and let them just live in space. Baby. Let them live in space. Let them let them express their political views to the vacuum of the universe and no one yeah. else. NASA mission control has to listen to it every time they check in and you tell yeah. like NASA mission control tells the old astronauts every time they call. It, they're like, uh, yeah, Roger that, uh, discovery capsule. This is Houston speaking. Now I'm just calling in to see how you are. I really, I really don't have time to talk about politics. We promised that we were not going to talk about politics. Remember that discovery?
1: Uh, yeah, Houston, uh, I, I remember you saying that, but then you kept saying, Roger, Roger. Uh, and of course that makes me think of, uh, Roger Ailes. And, uh, I got a few things I need to tell you about. Discovery
0: one. This is really, this is Houston again. This is really just about oxygen and pressure levels again. And whether you are growing any tentacles, I can't like, listen, I got to go to work soon and the kids are tired. So I can't. Uh, I can't really talk about politics, please.
1: Okay, okay. Well, just real quick, though, I want to tell you about the space
0: lasers that might be up there. They were put here by the you G. W- cease w- the w- space lasers, <laughs> Discovery One. You're up there. Um, you work for the agency that would have put the space lasers up, Discovery One. Um, yeah, no, The uh, I, I say send them all up there.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm reading that uh, the Curiosity Mars rover uh did a uh, in his 253 day uh space cruise had a radiation uh sensor mm-hmm. and it said that even on the shortest earth to mars round trip you would get radiation that's equivalent to having a whole body ct scan yeah. every 5 or 6 days
0: yes which you have to do if you want to know that you're healthy inside <laughs> And that's I keep a, that's
1: just called a, a one Anthony. Is I what keep that's
0: telling my doctor, <laughs> let's just fire up this. Let's fire up the CAT scan again because I feel so like something's
1: already this week. You've been in here. I feel it's like something's like, off.
0: I feel like something's off. <laughs> let's do a full body one this time. Let's go all the way in. Let's go head all the way in because I just feel like something's off.
1: Ah, uh, but. You're, I'm looking at your results from literally five days ago, and you're
0: no, but I feel worse now, and I got a little <laughs> bit like there's a little bit of an ache, like there's an ache in my tum, in my tum tum. Uh, so that's
1: an insane amount of radiation. It's an insane so, I mean, amount of we're radiation. We're talking about putting people on Mars. You know, like that's the uh, stated goal now is to get people on Mars, and to think that you could get that much radiation. That's not. That's not. The radiation you get hanging out on Mars. That's literally just the trip there and the trip back. Yeah. it's a lot of radiation, man.
0: Now, th- here's the thing. Historically, now we are talking about the- this blood that they've been saving for 20 years. And the only recommendation from this study, and this is the first really long-term study they've done, is, hey— the normal amount of missions and the normal amount of time and the guidelines we're using are pretty good. We just want to make sure that we're screening astronauts for cancer because they are above yeah. the normal threshold. But there was a study in 2019 that says that space radiation so far uh, for the normal amount of astronauting an astronaut do, you know, just an average yeah. amount of astronauting. Right uh, doesn't actually increase their risk of death from cancer. Uh, it doesn't increase their risk of any other kind of radiation based diseases like heart disease. But the reason we're starting to do these longer studies is because of these potential Mars missions, like you were talking about, right? These longer term missions, uh, you know, you think about, uh, uh, the Artemis program, right? Uh, where we want to go to the moon, have a base on the moon, which we can then go to Mars, you know, all of that stuff. And this is going to require humans and particularly uh, NASA astronauts and researchers at first to spend longer and longer times in space. Um, now, the reason this the reason this study is getting uh, so much look or, or so much look is not just because of these longer missions, but because like we were talking about, commercial space flights, and deep space exploration by private organizations, right? Because it don't matter how rich you are, the government needs to know if, if you send miners into space for six months at a time, is that going to kill people? And what do we need to do to put laws in place to make sure the wealthy can't send you into space to dig space rocks and die? Wow. Yeah right?
1: We got to, we want to have the loss. So you just get right up to that edge. You can mine, 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 but we don't want to pay any workers comp. No. You know I'm saying?
0: W- look at the way we treat, uh, you know, miners here on earth. <laughs> That's what we want. We want to put you yeah. right up to the part where right up to this, uh, the, the, the place where you can't really prove that we gave you the black lung.
1: <laughs> yeah. Maybe you just found some black lung. On a Have
0: Tuesday been, at the market. Were you rolling around in the black lung again? <laughs> yeah. Admit it. Admit if you were rolling around on. in the black lung. You and all your minor buddies,
1: you guys went to Black Lung Forest on the weekend to party it up at Black Lung River, uh, getting in your inner tubes with your, your Coors Light. Mm-hmm. It's not our fault.
0: It's not our fault that y'all just love a black lung weekend for the boys. <laughs> That's not our fault. It's not our fault that you've been stealing, that we think that you might've been stealing coal and bringing it home just to lick it. Yeah. Have you been licking it? Admit it.
1: Lick, you lick the coal. Admit it.
0: Have you been licking it, it though? It. Um, so yeah, what we're thinking about like, it when average people, people who do not sign up with a government agency, people who do not get told from go, here are the pros, here are the cons, Here's what this is going to do to you. Here's what the research says. Here are the dangers. Do you still want to go? When it becomes more of a commercial thing where it's like, hey, do you want to sign this waiver that says you're willing to work in space or do you want to sign this form that's like a standard form for the space hotel?
1: Right? Right?
0: We want to make sure that the government has guidelines that are appropriate for sending people into space. So it's safe Right, or safe-ish, yeah. safe-ish. Man, that,
1: that is wild. You know, working, go to space for a short period of time, 20 years later, your blood is mutating. That is, that is wild. Yeah. That is wild to me.
0: I mean, so the average people that they studied, uh, flew from roughly between 1998 and 2001. Uh, they were on shuttle missions, an average of 12 days. Um, 85% of the group was male. Uh, six of the 14 astronauts were on their first mission. They can, they collected the blood samples twice, 10 days before the space flight. And on the day they landed back on earth, they collected white blood cells once three days after landing. Uh, and then the blood samples were left untouched in a freezer for 20 years at minus 112 degrees Fahrenheit, minus 80 degrees Celsius, just to, look and watch and see what happened to the blood. And only one of the vials mysteriously crawled away.
1: <laughs> that's a good ratio, though.
0: That's a great ratio. And they found that when that vial grew legs and tried to walk away, they were able yeah. to very easily kill it with fire.
1: <laughs> that's good to know. That's, see, that's good Good research, mm-hmm. you know? It, you it seems know if, to be
0: afraid of fire. That's
1: very good to know.
0: And it does. it does a scream. And that's how you know you're hurting it.
1: That's why all the space miners will be equipped with blowtorches and
0: flamethrowers. And and their suits will have internal flamethrowers that the company can can flip on at any time when we find out "Mm, maybe their blood was bad.
1: It's the button on the suit that just has a picture of a tentacle on it. Mm -hmm. And if you see a tentacle flopping around inside the spacesuit, your buddy is obliged to push that button.
0: It's the anti-eldritch horror button. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Which is also the same, I mean, listen, depending on who you ask, is the same as, a, as an anti-racism and anti-anti-Semitic button. <laughs> you shut down that all those eldritch horrors and you seem to shut down a lot of anti-Semitism. Hmm. Uh, weird. Uh, well, the somatic mutations in these genes were less than 2%. Now, 2% is more than the average mutation of DNA over this period of time, but it's less than it would take to make you seriously ill.
1: Yeah, I feel like if, if it was anything else, we would hear about a, a rash of astronauts getting cancer, and, and you don't hear about that. Right. But I also wonder, you know, obviously these are from, you know, you said the late nineties, early two thousands is, is what really this is studying. And I feel like since then we've had the international space station, we've had astronauts staying much longer periods of time in space. I wonder if we're going to see that data shift at all.
0: One thing I'm interested. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're talking about people that on the space station spent hundreds of days, you know, I think, I think the, uh, I think the world record is somewhere around like 170 or like 211 days, something like that. Like it's, it's the better yeah. part of a year, um, yeah. at once. And even then they like, they try just to not be, beyond radiation. They try not to let people stay up that long on average or at all, because they're just worried about bone and muscle density and how you're going to fare when you come back to earth. Um, and so they try madness. to get people down, but, um, I, I'm also wondering what what advances NASA has made in terms of shielding in suits, shielding in spacecraft, shielding in equipment. You know, obviously the uh, the space station is old tech now. Uh, right. I wonder. Yeah. You know, when we're talking about things like these, like these Artemis missions and what the long term plan is, what have we created materially, and what are we doing materially? And and in terms of engineering, that will minimize that radiation. Because look, no matter what, we know that the goal is, whether it's a smart goal or not, whether it's a worthy goal or not, we all want humans living in space. It's just a weird thing that we all want.
1: Yeah, we want to transcend our planet. Yeah. I think that's natural to look up in the stars and say, hey, can we go there? Sure.
0: Listen, it's natural as a kid. To want to lick a fucking outlet just to see, but we know there's no reason to lick an outlet, and nothing cool right. happens when you lick an outlet. But you want to know.
1: I mean, it's so, something cool happens if it's not you. If it's
0: not you, it's pretty <laughs> dope to watch.
1: Cool. Yes,
0: it's actually pretty dope to watch. And even if it's your own, like even if it's a kid that you know or like a family member, it's still kind of fun to watch it happen. Oh,
1: oh, especially if it's a family member because you're
0: just like if you, you idiot.
1: If you're the one that convinced them to do it, that's even more fun.
0: Buddy, that's a win-win-win is what we call that. (laughs) It's not just a win-win where both people involved win. It's a win-win-win because the people watching that are not involved. That's right. Uh, First party, second party, and
1: third party. That's right.
0: So we we want to live in space. So because we want to live in space or we want people out there all the time, for whatever reason, uh, we want to make sure obviously, that it don't be killing us.
1: Yeah. And, and, you know, it's, we joke all the time about space wants to kill you That's not and a joke. it does. It's not a joke. It's not a joke. It's, it's, it's true, but it always surprises me how true, Yeah, you know, because you think of all the ways that space wants to kill you immediately. And those are pretty shocking and numerous, but there are so many ways that space will kill you over the long term as well. Yep. You know, this is, this feels, this feels wild to me that you go to space and your blood changes in 20 years. It's, that's, that's pretty wild. That's, that's, that's pretty, uh, I think that dampens my enthusiasm for this kind of thing, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, you know, it's one of those things where like a small mutation over time due to the nature of how the human body works Replicates, and that's why cancer is yeah. so insidious, and right. why when somebody uh, when somebody is, you know, uh, has chemotherapy or surgery or whatever, and tests negative for cancer, they still have you come in for a period of like two to five years just to mm-hmm. make sure there wasn't a you know just a single mutation that they left there that right. replicated. You know, usually your body is very good. If the mutation is small, your body's good at being like, Ooh, that one's bad. Let's not replicate that one anymore. Um, so this is the thing that we want to watch that. And and that's what you're talking about is like space is passively dangerous. Mm -hmm. It's passively dangerous over time. Simply spending time there with the best equipment we have can be dangerous. So we want to minimize that, uh, NASA, of course, wants to minimize that entirely. And the people who want to do space tourism and make money by sending employees to space want to do it as minimally as they have to. (laughs) Uh, And so that's why we're running these long term studies. Yeah. Uh,
1: I wonder how many of these things you don't even hear about. You know, these 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 things that are in act actively in the middle of its long term, you mm -hmm. know, like I can only imagine how much. Study is, you know, you, you start with international space station, you start with something that's more recent and we are, it's way too early to tell some of this stuff yeah that's going to be going on for decades. Uh, the, the learnings that we'll get
0: even the Bottom first of mind, the
1: number, the number of fronts that they have to be yeah. diligent about, you know,
0: even the first people that do live in space, quote unquote, safely, you know, yeah. right. are still yeah. going, are still going to be sending Tons and tons of data back to Earth, yeah. just to be like, okay, well, it seems like you're safe, but uh, what's happening? And I think you know one thing that that's changed in me over the last 10 years, uh, 15 years, I'd sure love to go to space, but I don't know that I'd ever want to be you know, 15 years ago, uh, you could have been like, "Hey man, if you had the opportunity to colonize Mars." Yeah, And you knew there were like a hundred people going. Would you go? And I was like, hundred people is a lot of people. That's enough people right. to hang out with for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Go you to think. space, go to space, see what space is all about. Live there, be a pioneer in space. That seemed yeah. really amazing to me. Over the last 10, 15 years, I've been like, absolutely not.
1: Well, you realized that it would be you and 99 assholes. Sure. They're all, they're all astronauts. Yeah. You know what I mean, They'll the be better than you and smarter than you. And they're like, why did this guy get to come? He didn't do any of the training. Somebody just asked him one day if he wanted to colonize Mars. And he was like, yeah.
0: <laughs> all of our, all, <laughs> my suit says GP01. It's like GP01. It's like, yeah, guinea pig. We're all useful. <laughs> We're all useful. You're the test. You're the test to see if an average person of average intelligence and physical and, and, and physical prowess is going to be good out here. Or if you're oh, going to die like a dumb baby.
1: We just wrote a phenomenal TV pilot. It's, it's 99 of the most exceptional people and one idiot because they were, because, because it had to send somebody who was below average just to, <laughs> just to see just one normal
0: guy. How's it? What's a, listen? We know that call. you're all the top specimens. You're going to all going to be totally fine. What's this guy going to do?
1: But Norm over here, he, uh, he, he will see if he's my name is not Norm. No, I know. No, it's short for Normie. Norm.
0: <laughs> it's short for Normie. That's what we call you. I
1: mean, everybody's working and and, uh, you know, biologically engineering plants to survive in this environment. And and they let Norm like mop up.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's like, what are you doing, Norm? It's like, I don't know. I thought I would reorganize all of our closets. Why? I don't oh. know. I just
1: need something to do. Oh, 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 Norm. I really, you know, we actually had a had a we had a system with the closets. It no, I know, but I just think on- it
0: it's aesthetically more pleasing if we organize everything by color. I saw it on Pinterest. Yeah,
1: but yeah. See that, that disrupts all of it. We had everything organized Norm, by there's priority. a coagulate
0: that we, in, that we inject into people in emergencies if they're bleeding out. I was like, yeah. And what color was that? Cause I can tell you where it is. <laughs> if you tell me what color it is, I'll go, Oh, coagulate. I got it. Oh, Norm.
1: Norm, <laughs> can you just sit there and let I, us draw blood I'd watered from I water the please. plants
0: in the garden. No, Norm, that's a hydroponic garden. <laughs> If you overwater it, we don't have any food for three and a half months. Just just sit pretty
1: and let us draw your blood, Norm. That's what you're here for. You're here to for us to draw your blood and then look at it.
0: And here's the thing, this is where we would say in act three, how does Norm save the space yeah. station? But I don't think he does in act three. Like if we're being very honest about Norm, Norm's life is basically not to be bullied, but to be kind of kind of like pushed around a little bit until he dies and that's kind of why i don't want to colonize mars anymore
1: and he dies real early he dies in like early act two for some
0: reason yeah no you think it's it's norm's story it's but- not norm show <laughs> in no way is it norm in real life it's not norm show and we know that um i think this is very interesting it doesn't make me want to stop like if i ever before the end of my life could go on one of these like 12 day space excursions, like they say are going to happen by the end of my lifetime. I'd go.
1: Well, I think the, the fact about it being 2% and being sort of below the threshold of, of anything to be uh, really concerned about is, is the deciding factor there, but it certainly makes me, you know, every story that we do about this just makes it seem like all of those sci-fi dreams are so much farther away than I ever thought. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah, for sure. Because there's so
1: many hurdles to overcome.
0: Yeah. It's a little depressing. It's a little, <laughs> but, bit, I mean, it's a little depressing, <laughs> but also it's not. Like, I don't yeah. know.
1: Well, there's people on it. That's good news. There's
0: people on it. And honestly, as much as I've dreamed about going to space, I never really, I never really thought we would even talk about it being within the realm of possibility in my lifetime.
1: Well, if, if it is in our lifetimes, it's going to be in that wonderful golden period where we got that head start, you know? Yeah. And go to, go to, go to space and be like, Hey, you know, maybe I
0: come back. Maybe I don't. I'm for it. Honestly, (laughs) honestly, a death in space on my own terms is a dope way to go. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: Based on all the Star Trek movies I've seen, Space deaths get the coolest funerals. Oh, my God. You know? The
0: best funerals. And then, and here's what's crazy, you come back. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They find you. And maybe you're something different. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, let us know if you would uh, would still want to go to space, live in space. What What would you want your... What's your highest comfort level of interaction with space? I guess is what I'm asking.
1: I thought you were saying, what's the highest point you'd like to get off of Earth?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> give, me a, give me something in feet or miles. <laughs> give me how many meters you'd like to go yeah. and how long you'd like to stay there. What's your level? What's your consent level of interaction with space is what I'm asking. Uh, you yeah. can let us know on Twitter. I'm at Acarboni. I'm at Jeff Canada. Uh or you can let us know on the Discord where everybody's Ooh. talking and where I got this story from Mark no nickname Noofer.
1: Ah, uh, he's the Noofs. He's the Newfer. He's the best. And you can be a contributor to the show or you can just hang out and chat and read all the cool stories that we didn't pick. Uh lots of really awesome science stories there. Lots of all all kinds of chatter on the Discord. All you got to do To get access, because it is an exclusive club. So exclusive. All you got to do is give us at least a dollar a month. And you do that by going over to patreon.com slash we have
0: concerns. That's right. Give us your lunch money, nerds. We love you. Yeah.